There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Michael Reed on LMFM. Finally, this morning is just 33 days to the most eagerly awaited US presidential election in modern history. Uh, Not because of some sort of need to celebrate the democratic process of the greatest economy on earth, but to see if in some way the country can find a way to right itself after a period of disruption and turmoil caused by the bizarre and often unpredictable behaviour of the 45th president. Well, last night saw the first debate between Donald Trump and his electoral rival, Joe Biden, predicted as a heated evening at turned out to be a chaotic 90 minutes of nasty and often personal exchanges. Take a listen. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. Vote and let your senators know how strongly you feel. Vote now. Make sure you, in fact, let people know. You're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why would you answer that question? question Because the question is, the question is, who is your man? You were a senator. You're the worst president America has ever had. Come on. Let me just tell you, Joe, I've done more in... In 47 months, I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. You would have lost every primary. All he knows how to do is hurt. Tuesday, you got Look, very lucky. Here's the deal. I got very lucky. I'm going to get very lucky tonight as well. And tonight I'm going With to make what? sure because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. Is it true that you paid $750 in federal income taxes each of those two years. I paid millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax, millions of dollars, and you'll get to see I, it. I, and you'll get to when? see it. I paid $27 million Show us your tax year. returns. This man is the, is the savior of African Americans. This man cares at all. This man's done virtually nothing. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. I did a crime bill, 1994 where you call them super predators, African-Americans, super predators, and they've never forgotten it. Are you in favor of law and order? Go ahead. You asked a question, let him finish. Law and order. Law and order with justice, where people get treated fairly. Oh, my God. Well, nasty, heated. That'll be putting it mildly. Larry Donnelly is a law lecturer at NUI Galway, a respected political commentator. I have to say from the Democratic side. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, David. What do you make of that? Uh, it was it was something. It really was. Uh, I have to say that the the strongest emotion I felt while, while I watched it was sadness. Uh, I think it's it's profoundly sad to see that uh, U.S. presidential debates, which at least in my lifetime always had an element of decorum uh, and respect, and even if the respect wasn't real, at least it was faked. Uh, to see it descend into uh, what really was farcical 
uh, I think, last night. And again, uh, Donald Trump came out, I think he came out way too aggressive and way too hot uh, and inflamed the discussion and, and poisoned the atmosphere. But I also think uh, Joe Biden didn't exactly elevate it by uh, calling the president a clown and a liar and the worst president in the history of the United States. Uh, so in many ways, uh, it was sad to see. Well, at least he was accurate. The only thing I would say about that is that um, Biden had no real option because I, Trump is so down and dirty, he's so abusive um, that it really was incumbent on, on Biden to get down there or else he would have been left behind. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that that's probably, the, probably the case. And, and again, um, you know, in terms of de- debate performances, uh, Joe Biden wasn't great, but I think he was reasonably okay. And I think he, uh, on that basis, because he went into the debate with a with a reasonable lead in the polls, uh, he probably could be called the winner. I don't think there's much in it. But I think Donald Trump, while he made some good points and scored some points, there's no doubt about it, uh, I think he overreached. I think he was over the top. I think he was way too aggressive. And in particular, uh, a non-political thing, that I think a lot of people get annoyed by, especially that small group of voters who still are persuadable, is when you keep talking over somebody and you can't hear anything, uh, I think people get really irritated by that. So I don't think Donald Trump, he needed to have a good night in my view. I don't think he had the night he needed. Yeah, and uh, interesting, when the orange face turned red, I knew he was getting really, really irritated because Trump likes to bully and talk over in the way he did with Hillary Clinton. And I thought Joe Biden smirking and smiling was a little over the top, but at least he kept his cool. And Trump just can't keep his cool. Yeah, and you've hit on something really important there, David. The reason I think Trump went in so hot and heavy, even hotter and heavier than he usually does, is because he and his team were convinced that the thing to do, what they wanted to have in this debate, was the moment where... Joe Biden either lost his temper or uh, had a, you know, had a moment or committed a gaffe. And that's why I think Trump was so aggressive, in particular, for instance, uh, when he brought up his son, Hunter Biden. Uh, I think that that was their strategy the whole time was to have Biden really, really make a big mistake that would have made Americans wonder his capacity to serve as president of the United States. To his credit, despite the name calling and the smirking, as you mentioned, Biden never really rose to that. Uh, And that's why I think in an overarching sense, uh, he can be reasonably happy with his performance. Yeah, I think as well, this week, the ground shifted a little bit. I mean, I know know that Biden has been ahead, but everybody expected Trump to sort of pull something out of the hat, as he inevitably has done in the past. But the tax thing for ordinary Americans is, I feel, very significant. Nobody wants to feel that, well, I'm paying my $7,000, my $12,000 a year, I'm working, I'm going to the the hospital, I'm going to the, the mill, I'm doing whatever I have to do. And this guy, who's meant to be Mr. Rich Guy, is paying $750. I have to say, I agree with you in terms of the, the from a moral point of view, but in terms of its political significance, uh, I actually don't think it's it's a as much of a deal as it's been portrayed as. It's good journalism. It's a good. It's a story that's important. It's in the public interest to be out there. But the reality is, this has been in the offing for some time. Americans knew that that Donald Trump had done everything he possibly could to avoid paying taxes. Uh, I think that those Americans who would be moved by that or who'd be angry by that weren't going to vote for Donald Trump anyway. Uh, And I think, again, this is in part because of a cultural difference between the United States and uh, Western Europe and perhaps the rest of the world, where uh, an awful lot of Americans view the Internal Revenue Service as the enemy uh, and try to to avoid paying any taxes whatsoever. And, And the final point I keep making to people is, you know, you indicate that this could, this should have hurt him with 
ordinary working people. And you're right, objectively. But Donald Trump's greatest political asset is he plays the game by very different rules than anybody else. And nothing seemingly sticks to him. I don't believe this will stick to him either. Yeah, okay. But let's look at what we were faced with the last time. The last time you had um, a group looking at, at, at Clinton and looking at Trump. But there was a very active anti Clinton movement and a very serious cohort of Americans who just simply didn't like her. There isn't that level of antipathy towards Joe Biden, but there is towards Donald Trump. Oh, I, I agree with you there. Um, there's a mixture. I, I suppose it's it, it, it's complicated in the sense that, of course, there's an awful lot of antipathy towards Donald Trump. There's an awful lot of fervent support, um, which I think probably his fervent support would outstrip uh, the fervent support of Joe Biden. But that having been said, you're absolutely right that Joe Biden is a much, much, much more popular figure uh, than Hillary Clinton. And the Trump team needs to know that they're not running against Hillary Clinton. Joe Biden is somebody uh, who's very widely respected and well got uh, by the American people. So some of the stuff that they did last time isn't going to work uh, against Joe Biden. And one particular thing, I mentioned um, the attack on Hunter Biden. I actually think that Trump may have overextended himself on that. I think, yes, people would be disturbed if Hunter Biden made money because his father was vice president, etc. But I also think that an awful lot of Americans have experience of children who've had problems with addiction. And Hunter Biden is one of those, as Joe Biden said rather poignantly last night, Uh, And I think they will get his story that, look, uh, Joe Biden loved his son and would do anything for him. And that's something I think they'll empathize with. And I actually think that will go down very well in the very states and with the very voters uh, that the the two candidates are going to be fighting over and who will decide the outcome. Yeah, it looks to me the difference being Joe Biden tells the truth and Donald Trump simply can't tell the truth. Let's look just to the next two debates very quickly. What is there left to talk about, Larry? Yeah, you know, very little. You know, I I think Donald Trump probably won't pivot, but I think he desperately needs to take it down a notch. He still has to go after Biden, but he has to take it down a notch. Uh, in terms of Joe Biden, I think he just has to keep the head down and keep going ahead. Uh, and I think Democrats can t- need to could need to play the expectations game better. Effectively, they need to say Joe had a really good outing last time. That's not his forte. And as long as the expectations for Biden are low. Uh, then he and he strings together a few sentences, makes a few good points. He comes out the winner. And the last point about the final two debates, David, is the reality is votes are being cast right now. Millions of Americans are voting already. So the window for Donald Trump to pull a, a comeback uh, is getting smaller and smaller. It's, tight, it's tightening up. It's tightening up. Okay, give me in ten in ten seconds. Who's going to win? With a gun to my head, I'd say Biden, but I wouldn't count Trump out. All right, it remains to be seen. All right, Larry Donnelly, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Michael, Michael Reed, Reed on, on LMFM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.